I listen to Jim Rohn. I have been listening to him for years, and uh, I happen to be listening to him in the, for the last couple of months in the morning and evenings when I drive to work and, and back and forth. Um, and the law of sowing and reaping to me is one of the most important laws. And I wish that this had the whole length of the 15 minutes, but I couldn't find the whole length of it um, that showed him. I highly recommend you listening to him. There's three people you should listen to. Jim Rohn, Zig Ziglar, Tony Robbins. You, these are the three P, key people, non-chiropractors, that you must listen to. Right? You've got to listen to these people if you really want success and you want to drill success into your head. These are the three key people. Um, and uh, so what Jim Rohn would have continued to say had you heard him with the rest of this is this. This is what happens when you, look at that, Tony Robbins, personal power. Good job. I found that in my dad's attic. Really? <laughs> I, I have that exact thing in the tapes just like you do. That's <laughs> right. We just, bought, we just bought a cassette player like that nobody buys on Amazon, right? We bought a cassette player because I still have like hundreds of tapes from when tapes were the thing. Anyway, so Jim Rohn would have completed this, and this is what he, we would have said. So with sowing and reaping, when you are sowing, what, what does that mean? That means you're planting. You're planting seeds, right? So does every seed that you put into the soil, does every seed work? No. And we have to understand that that's okay. That is okay. Do not expect every seed you plant to work. Right? Because he'll say some of the seeds that you plant will fall on rocky ground. And will the seeds sow on rocky ground? No. They, they will not be able to germinate and, and, and flower. Right? So that's, good. that's probably going to happen. Will the seeds, what will happen to the seeds that you put on good ground, but then the birds get them? Or the squirrels, you know, or the gophers or chipmunks, whatever. Right? They might, they might take those seeds. Right? So you can't expect those seeds to germinate because those seeds will be taken by other animals. Right? But here's the deal. You have to expect that. It's okay with that. Right? It's okay. You've got to expect that when you have a new patient scheduled and the person doesn't show up, what happened to him? The birds. The birds took him. Right? So you can't go hog wild about, oh my God. It is what it is. It's part of the law of sowing and reaping. Right? And then you throw some, you know, uh, some seeds out, and then we get weather like this, right, where it's super hot and it's not raining, right? And the, the seeds will start to germinate, but then they'll die because there's not enough rain, unless you water it. But let's say you don't water it, right? And is that, would you expect that? Yes, you'd expect that. If, if, you, if they, there's not enough rain and you don't get enough water, then these seeds are going to die. So what, is that, what does that all boil down to? What he will talk about is he calls it the law of 80-20, right? So you'll throw out all these seeds. Will all those seeds really work? No, probably 20% of them will really take. But those 20% will yield 100% of the results. That 20% will yield 100% of the results. Now, will all 20% yield 100%? No. Some of the 20% will only yield like 30% of the results. Like some of the trees or seeds or whatever that you plant will only grow a little bit. Some of them will grow a lot, and some of them will grow unbelievably. Like when you plant one seed of corn, do you get one ear of corn back? How many ears of corn back? You know, lots, right? A whole bunch of corn comes from one little seed, right? So that's you got an apple. You throw apple seeds around. Will you just get one apple from that apple seed? 
No, now you're going to get an apple tree, and that apple tree will give you thousands of apples over the course of its life, right? So, so that apple seed produced unbelievable amounts, but not every apple seed will produce that. It's not possible, right? And you, this is the law of sowing and reaping, and also something he calls the law of averages, right? You've got to average this out. How do you become successful? Is use these laws. Use these laws. Know that every person you talk to will not become your patient. Know that every person you talk to does become your patient, not all of them will stay. Know that only, let's say, 20% of your patients will be these super-duper referrers, and that's just the way it is, right? So we have like one particular patient I have in mind who has referred at least one person like every couple of months for like 15 years that I've known her. I've known her since her two kids were these little itty-bitty kids, and now both of them are big older kids. One's in college, one's about to go to college. And I, I, she's just refer, 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 refer. She is the 20%. So guess how I treat her, right? So now I treat everybody really well, but her I treat super well because I know the law of sowing and reaping, right? The law of averages says that you take care of that plant, in quotes, you know what I'm saying? You take care of that plant and you will get a huge reward. But did I know that from when the first time I met her? Could I predict the future like that? Right, with my crystal ball, she will be this amazing referral. No, I had no idea. Matter of fact, she was actually a really tough patient to get in the office. It took me several tries. I knew her and I kept on bumping into her and bumping into her and finally she came into the office, right? So you wouldn't have predicted this, but it turned out that way, right? So what does that mean? That means every single seed that you plant you've got to take care of because you don't know which one of them is going to be the one that's producing 80%. All of the seeds. You do the best you can, but, but you have to get, be, the, be okay with the fact that the birds are going to get some of the seed and the hot sun is going to get some of the seed and the rocks are going to get some of the seed, right? And some of the seed just isn't going to germinate. And, just the, and be okay with that, right? Sometimes we get so upset with the seeds aren't working, seeds aren't working, and we want to work right now, right now, right now. You know, if you planted seeds right now, would you have apples tomorrow? Probably not. What about a bamboo? Do you know the story about the bamboo? How long does it take a bamboo tree to grow? Yeah, five to seven years. But if you don't water it and fertilize it and weed it and all the proper things that it needs for five to seven years, it will not grow. But do you get any reward for the first five to seven years? The first, like, so let's say it takes five years to grow. What happens to those first four years and, you know, eight months? Nothing. Nothing. You don't even get a little leaf. You get nothing. But it's growing underneath, right? The roots are going down. Because the bamboo tree grows very, very tall, right? So what it has to do first is it has to send its roots down. So if you give up, after three and a half years, saying, I'm not getting anything from this thing. Forget it. I am done. Right? Then you've lost out. Because it took another, it would take another year and a half of you watering it and weeding it and all that kind of stuff for all of a sudden. Now, how, how tall does it grow in like six months to a year? 90 feet. So did it take five years to do that or just take 90 days to do that? Well, it's both, really. Right? It took 90 days for it to actually go the distance that it's going to grow, but it took you the five years before that to take care of it until it got there, right? 
And I watch a lot of young practitioners go out there and they try for like a few weeks or a few months or a year or maybe two years and they say, that's it, it didn't work for me. I'm gonna move out of the city. I hate chiropractic. And this is why we have such a horrible default rate. Because we're not thinking about the law of sowing and reaping. We're not thinking about the law of averages. What we want is instantaneous results. We want like a Facebook experience. We want a text experience where I do something and I should get instant results. I went to the screening and I should have had 100 people in here. Where'd they all go? It doesn't work that way. It does not work that way. And we have to be okay with that. We have to be okay with everything takes time. Right, principle number six? Everything takes time. Just what we tell the patients, you know, you got a cut in your finger, I got a cut over here. You got a cut in your finger. How long is that going to take to heal? About a week, give or take, right? Can I make it go faster? Probably not. I don't care what on earth you put on there. You could put that goop stuff that they have now, that glue stuff that they put on the cuts, you know. You put that on. You put bacitracin or some kind of ointment. And you, you could put crazy stuff. You could put tea tree oil on it. You could put foo-foo dust. You could put acupuncture needles. You can adjust it like this if you want. It's going to take a week to heal. I don't care what you do. Because that's what, it's just the law of sowing and reaping, right? It's going to take this much time to heal. You can't put skin on it. You can't meditate, you know, do yoga, you can't do, nothing will make it heal any faster. Maybe if you have better nutrition, maybe. But for the most part, nothing you're going to do is make it heal faster. It's going to take a certain amount of time. The same thing with your life. Your life is going to take a certain amount of time. And stop being so impatient. Right? You send out a text, you sit there waiting, looking for those dots, right? That person isn't answering me. Right? Think about like 10 years ago. Did you have this opportunity 10 years ago? Right? In order to make a phone call, when I was dating my beautiful wife, right? I lived on Powers Ferry in some apartment complex. She lived at Emory. In order to call her, it would cost, I would have to pick up a landline phone that was plugged into the wall, and it would cost me money to talk to her. Every time, in minutes, right? Because you were like, this many minutes. So I figured out in the apartment complex that I lived in that there was a phone by the pool that I'm sure somebody paid for, <laughs> but it wasn't me. <laughs> now maybe in the rent it did, but what I used to do is every night I'd call her and say, you home? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to call you in a minute. I hang up my home phone, right? Run out to the pool and I call her back and I sit there by the pool, even in freezing cold weather and talk to her for hours if I couldn't actually see her, and that's how, you know, it used to work, right? But we don't remember that. Like, you guys probably don't, or maybe when you were kids, you thought you had remembered this a little bit, but you don't remember how archaic things used to be, right? Computers, when I first graduated, there were no computers. You know how I used to, to have, as in my billing system, was a ledger that was this big, and we had these big sheets of paper and we had the person's name on it, and they would come in, and did they pay or did they not pay, and on this carbon copy thing, and we give them this receipt, and if we want to file insurance, it was this unbelievable hassle to file insurance, because if you want to file insurance, you had relatively the same HICFA form, there's a little bit less uh, involved, but you had to fill it out by hand, or put it in a typewriter, and sit there and type it out, and if you made a mistake, what would you do? You'd have to, oh my God, pull the thing out, and then put a little, remember the whiteout stuff? Well, the whiteout is, is real, <laughs> right? And you use this now as a joke almost, but it was a real thing. 
we used to have to take the thing out and put the whiteout on it. And before they had little whiteout tape that we have now that's so convenient, we had the whiteout liquid, which was a real pain because you have to go, <laughs> right, blow on it. And then you put it back in the typewriter, right, this. And then you go, sorry, I meant to put a five there instead of a two, right? And it was this big hassle to do insurance, right? And we, we paid, this is when my practice was 100% insurance. I paid one person to sit there all day long to type these stupid forms out. <clears throat> all day long. We don't get this kind of stuff. Everything is like, how do I send insurance out now? Boop, done, right? Because it's all been loaded up into the program and we just go like this and choo. Now we hardly, I, I have 10% or less insurance in my practice. So maybe if you have a bigger insurance practice, it might take a few extra clicks. But I'm telling you, you, don't, you guys don't understand the, the speed with which your lives are operating is astronomical. But the world doesn't work that way, right? Building a practice and building a life takes time. It takes sowing and reaping. And we want every, you, you want the apple tree to produce apples, it's going to take a certain amount of time for that tree to grow and then for the apples to bud out and to get bigger and whatever. So it might take you like five years before that ap one apple seed will actually produce a single apple, but then when that apple seed produces apples, it keeps on going and going and going and going and going, right? So you have to have the patience. And I don't mean the patience like that you're adjusting. I mean the patience to to see that beginning part through. And the perseverance that you gotta be sowing a lot of seeds, right? So when Johnny Appleseed was out there, he wasn't going like, oh, I'm done, right? What did he do every single day? He sowed the seeds and he sowed the seeds and he sowed the seeds and he sowed the seeds. And he did it over and over and every single day and every single day for year after year after year. And that's what made all those different apple trees grow because he didn't stop, right? So many of us, we want that instant text, Facebook gratification kind of thing. And if it doesn't happen, we'll just pull out. Whether it's your practice, whether it's you know, relationships, no matter what it's like. If I don't get instant gratification, I'm out of here. But that isn't the way to sow your life. right? To sow your life, it's going to take time. It's going to take energy. It's going to take effort. And it won't ever stop. 26 years into practice, and I'm still sowing and sowing and sowing every single day. Sowing, sowing, sowing. But now we reap, and it's a lot different, right? In the beginning, it took a lot to, to move that snowball, so to speak, right? To start that snowball moving. Now it takes a lot less effort to keep on moving the same snowball, but you still got to have the effort every single day, every single day. It never stops. What did Dr. Sid say about this effort? What did he say? I bet you know what it is. What was that? Time, repetition, and effort. That's a good one, but that wasn't what I was thinking of. Long days, sleepless nights. Right? Long days and sleepless nights. That's sowing and reaping. That's the law of averages. The way you're going to win is you're not going to stop. The way you're going to win is you're going to keep on sowing and sowing and sowing and sowing and sowing. Then the way you're going to win is, is some of those seeds that you sow, not all of them, but some of those seeds you sow are going to be producing such amazing results that that's what will keep you going. But you've got to keep on doing it, right? You can't just get frustrated. You can't just stop too soon. You've got to keep on going and understand the law of sowing and reaping and understand the law of averages, right? Because the winners are ones who understand these laws. Like we talked about different laws before. This is another one of those laws you've got to understand. Because if you don't get this, then you get frustrated really, really quickly. See, in school, it's easy, right? Because every couple of weeks, what do you have? A test. You get a midterm. You get, so you're constantly getting rewarded, right? Study, study, study. Test, 
reward. Study, 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 test, reward. Guess what happens in real life? Test, 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 every day. Test, 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 right? You're constantly getting tested. There's no, there's no downtime. There's no like, I'm just, I can sit and relax now. There's none of that kind of stuff, right? It's a different mindset. You got, and right now, you guys are, some of you are really about to graduate, right? You guys got to start taking that student hat off, that flyer's hat off, right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you got to start taking that student hat off and start putting the doctor hat on. It's not the same hat, right? The student is expecting to every couple of weeks you have a little bit of a rest, a little downtime, you have a nice little summer break, right? All this kind of stuff. There ain't no more summer breaks when you're done. You don't get five weeks vacation, right? You don't get Christmas through New Year's off. That's all done, right? Until you've been in practice for quite a while and you've established yourself, now you have associates. In the beginning, that ain't going to happen. So you have to get that hat off of your head and realize that the sowing and the reaping is the long days and sleepless nights that Dr. Sid talks about, right? Constantly planting the seeds, constantly planting seeds, and watering and fertilizing and making sure all those seeds are working as good as you can because the ones that will germinate will be unbelievable, right? And I look at my practice and I look at all the beautiful kids that we take care of and all the, the pregnant women and all the little babies and all the autistic kids. And I look at all this and I'm like, this is, this is what 26 years of sowing and reaping does, right? Because the, the Bible phrase, as you sow, so also shall you reap, Right? And that's what's happened, right? You put, you put the good in, the good comes out. But you've got to be willing to put the good in and not stop putting the good in, right? 